From the Church of the Nazarene and Mesoamerica Genesis, you're listening to the Worthless Servants Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Worthless Servants Podcast. It is great to be back with you again, all the way from Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. I've never said that, guys. I think that's important that I say. For some people, that's a long, long ways away. Yeah. Mm For us, it isn't. No. Uh, and <laughs> I, have, I have some awesome people around me, and I'm going to, hmm, how should I do this? Today's a different, a different episode, so I'm going to do something very different. Across from me, AJ Fry. Hey, guys. My lovely wife, Emily Armstrong, to my left. Hey, everyone. Chelsea Fry is not going to be last this time. But, oh, bring the joy. Fun facts with Chelsea. Fun facts. Oh. Okay, double. Con two Got a twofer. Con. No. Con multiple. Wait, why am I Spanglish? Con multiple. All about Mexico. Did you know, fun fact, uh, the main language spoken in Mexico is Spanish. Wait I did. A second. Come and on. the national symbol of Mexico is the golden eagle, which features prominently on the coat of arms. Did you know that for today? <laughs> Fun fact, stone tools of have course. been found in Mexico that suggest the existence of humans there around 23,000 years ago. Wow. I'll bet she knew that, too. Did you know that? Of course. And fa- <laughs> last but not nice. least, Mexico is the 14th largest country by land area. Oh, okay. That is okay. That's that good. I believe that. That is fun. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. That's excellent. <laughs> and to my left, <laughs> Freya Galindo. Hi there. <laughs> <laughs> so today is a very important episode. I think in episode five or six. How about six? It was six. We had, an, we had an interview with Freya. It was awesome. You should go listen to it. We're not going to really ask the same questions, but we realized we've gotten a lot more listeners since... That time. That was two years ago. And because of Freya. <laughs> because of Freya, that's yeah, true. Really. The main reason for our listeners yeah, no. has been Freya. So we're dedicating the rest of our episodes, all of them, to Freya. <laughs> 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 we're just going to talk no. about Freya for the next 50 episodes. Yes, yes. Just 50, not the, the rest of time. Yeah. But yeah, that might be a long time. At least dedicating two more years. Um, so the other reason we are uh, dedicating this to Freya is bittersweet she is not going to be with us any longer. That sounds terrible. Yeah. She's, she's not going to be nice. with, she's not going to be with us in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic any longer because she has accepted another missionary position. Mm-hmm. So first thing before we go on, what is that position? Well, <laughs> um, has to do with finances for the region. Finances. So, now, yes. I mean, I think when I think of you, I, you first started as as a missionary officially or long long term mm-hmm. planting churches like evangelizing and discipling mm-hmm. finances has nothing to do with that does it well <laughs> not like not like like I'm going like what I'm doing now but um has to do a little <laughs> yeah well and we've even talked about this you're going to be 40 hours a week doing finances but mm-hmm. i think there's another you know, part of your local ministry that will start to become really even more intense. Yes. And well, the other part is I have a bachelor degree in business administration. So one of my like one of my favorite classes was finances. 
and <laughs> and so yeah, so I'm really excited about this. That's awesome. So yeah. she will be serving in the regional office as a finance coordinator for our entire region. That is something that is very needed right now. And let's kind of go back a little ways. How did you get into this crazy life of missions? Uh, you said a little bit in episode six, but just give us the short version of kind of your call. So nine years ago, I went to this uh, cross-cultural orientation in my district and everything started from there. I realized uh, God was calling me to the mission field and that's how it, it everything started. Has it been easy since then to just say, oh yeah, every time a door opened, it was easy for you and your family to just go through that door and be a missionary? No, no. It's been, it's been difficult, but I've enjoyed like every step of the way. Uh, it hasn't always been easy, but I, I was very convinced that God was calling me mm-hmm. and God still calling me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Freya, can you uh, tell us about the first time you got on a motorcycle taxi in Uh Santo Domingo? Well, yeah. (laughs) Like, what were your feelings and what was it like? First of all, before that, can you explain what a motorcycle taxi is? I mean, it's in the name, but we have taxis that are just motorcycles. (laughs) Yeah, the part of the public transportation system here is it like gets from small vehicle to large vehicle. So if you're Mm -hmm. down inside the neighborhoods, you need to catch a motorcycle usually to get out to a main street, which will put you into a small car. And then you can take that small car somewhere else, which might take you to a a guagua, but I can't think what that is, a bus. (laughs) But it's more like Like a a 12 passenger bus, yeah, Yeah, like van. Mm -hmm. And, or you could like go to the metro. So part of Freya's first assignment when she was here was to live in a neighborhood and so she had to be on motorcycles a lot and that's a lot of um, culture shock for a lot of missionaries so I just wondered I've never heard your story so (laughs) I really am just wondering what did it feel like to you yeah so um, the first funny thing is that uh, it took me one year to actually go into a, like a motorcycle taxi. Yeah, because yeah, I was so afraid. Yes, As you should be. It's the number one cause of death in the country. <laughs> is that a fun fact, Chelsea? Yes. No, <laughs> are you making it, it up? <laughs> that is not fun. So, yeah. So, it took me one year. But then after that, I was so afraid. But I was just like, well, we have to do this because I, we, we didn't, we didn't want to walk. I was with Alejandra. So she was uh, with me for the first two years um, on that missionary assignment. And so she was very afraid too. And she's like taller than me. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we would like, um, use the same motorcycle taxi. So it was kind of fun. And <laughs> wait, so there yeah. would be, there would be the driver and two of you. Yes. And so, uh, she always said, you go in the middle because you're little. <laughs> and, uh, no, she was always taking care of me. She, she's so nice. And so, yeah, it was it was very, very funny. But the thing is, uh, every time we would uh, cross this big avenue, she would close her eyes and was like, no, Alejandra, close your eyes. Like, maybe we can die here. And you need to, you know. You need and to so, know what's coming. Yes. And so, but yeah, it was, it was fun. And well, now I don't know. Sometimes not that fun, but I just, well, I use it all the time now. So. How long was yeah. that ride? Um, and it was what we usually do. Uh, it was like 10 minutes. Oh. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe like seven, 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was not that long, but still. <laughs> 
So what have you learned in this time that you've spent in Dominican Republic? It's been a total of five years, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, well, I've learned like a lot of things. And especially I've I've learned that you can love another culture mm-hmm. besides from your uh, like your. I learned that you could learn you could love another culture besides your own culture. And so that's I think that's one of the um the biggest lessons I've learned because I when I first came here I was like, well, I really love Mexico. I I really love um like do missions back there and just being here like in another context and everything. I don't know. Like I knew that it was going to be hard and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to really enjoy this, mm-hmm. but well, it's, I'm, I'm totally in love with the DR mm-hmm. and I just, I just love this country and I just love this culture. Nice. Well, so, yeah. What has been maybe one or a couple of your favorite parts about ministry here? Well, I would say the kids. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I I don't know, but like Dominican kids, they are super special. And my mom always says, because I'm always like sending her pictures and I go like, oh, this is my favorite. And she goes like, you have like 100 favorites. You can't have it. Like, I'm like, oh, but I really love the kids here. They have like this. I think they are um, more aware of what faith in Christ is mm-hmm. and they like they are very serious when they say they accept Christ and everything mm-hmm. and that's something that that really uh gets me so yeah, yeah. wow mm-hmm. that's cool what advice would you give yourself at the beginning knowing what you know now Ooh. oh time travel <laughs> yeah it's oh. true <laughs> That's good. And it's um, been five years too. So yeah. I'm thinking of the Marvel. Five years ago. <laughs> snap. Before five years the snap. Snap. <laughs> snap. I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, well, uh, I would say just hang in there mm. and persevere, mm. and everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be okay. I would mm. say that to myself. Yeah. When you started, you did have three other young women that were with you serving. I knew that was a support group for you. But yes. then you transitioned really in the last three years. This group, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Worthless Servants here, we have been there for you, but it has been different. How have you been able to kind of make that transition? Because even your ministry assignment has changed drastically, too. Yes. Um well, it hasn't been very easy. Um, the first, the first six months, I would say, when I came back, I really missed my friends, and also because they they were not only my friends, but they were family to me, and they were well, they still are sisters to me, mm. and so it was kind of hard. But at the same time, um, I had you guys. I am talking to Scott and Emily, and. After that six months, uh, AJ and Chelsea came and mm. I've, it's funny because I've met them before, but we <laughs> didn't did talk. remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were just telling the story. <laughs> yes. So, um, 
I didn't talk to them because I was with this friend and we pretend I didn't speak any English. And we didn't so, speak any Spanish. Yeah, you guys didn't speak any, Sp any Spanish. So, yeah, we didn't talk. And so I was just there for like a few hours with she them. She was in so. our house. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Search for dinner in silence. <laughs> in silence. In silence. It's pretty awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, but that helped me a lot. And also um, being involved with my local church and I've been a able to make new friends because my like most of my friends were like in the other part of the city uh, which is kind of uh, far from here but I'm, I'm also like in contact with them and uh, once in a while I, I go back to the um, to the neighborhood where I, I used to live and that helps too mm. so yeah very one of the things that I remember we talked about after the exponential conference of last last year being hero makers mm -hmm. remember when we talked about that um was like my fruit grows on other people's trees mm -hmm. do you remember that concept mm -hmm. um of like the things that I do I see in other people like I'm successful when I see their ministries start to grow around me yes. because of some investment that I made in them is there anybody here in Santo Domingo or even back in Mexico that you would say because I invested time as a missionary here in DR I've been able to see them mature, whether in their leadership or as a new Christian mature in Christianity or something like that. Is there somebody that comes to your mind? Yes, that would be uh, Mayra. She is uh, from the neighborhood where I lived for two years. And Alejandra and I, we both invest so much in her because we believed in her as um, she's like a leader of her community. And so we spend a lot of time with her. She's uh, an adult. And we really learned to love her family and um, her sons and her uh, grandchildren. And, um, well, two years ago, yeah, almost two years ago, she moved to the United States by herself. But she left her, like her, one of her daughters, well, her two daughters and two grandchildren here in the DR. And so we... Um, I'm still able to talk to her and she's been to the DR a couple of times after that. And I can see like her, her growth. Mm. And when we met her, she couldn't uh, read. She didn't know how to read or to write. And we spent a lot, a lot of time with her and teaching her the Bible and we spent like a lot of time and also doing things not like official, like ministry, but just uh, eating lunch with her or, you know, having tea or something. You even stayed and there for a little yeah, while. Yeah, right? we stayed like the last part of our uh, assignment, which was like 20 days. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it was, it was a month, mm -hmm. I think, because our like the contract in our apartment was finishing and we didn't uh, have any other place to stay mm -hmm. and still able to do ministry and still be able to do ministry. And so she was like, no, you can sleep here. You can stay here. Mm -hmm. And we, yeah, we live with her like for wow. 20 days or one month. I think it was one month. And so she became like a, a mom for me. Mm -hmm. But also she would al always say to Alejandra and I, like, you are the ones that really teach me mm -hmm. uh, how to love the Lord and how to get closer to him. And, mm -hmm. and so... Every time I call her, she always says this. She always goes, remember, I'm always praying at 6 a.m. Because, mm. you know, you you guys taught me to do that. Mm. And that's 
to me, it's very special. Mm. She has like this, this very like this devotional life because we invested with her and we did that with her. Mm. We were we went to the church building and it wasn't like a church building like is now. <laughs> we, it was only um, dust, mm. but um, now it's pretty nice. It's but so nice. It, there was nothing there, just yeah. the, the land. Yeah, just the land, and we weren't there, and we we would pray. We would be praying um, from six a.m. to seven a.m. every day. And now when I call her, it's always very good for me to, to listen to her saying, I'm still praying at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. and I pray uh, for you. And it, uh, it's very special. And also I'm, I'm being able to keep like a really good relationship with her daughters and her grandchildren, of course. But, um, her two daughters, they, one of them is Christian. The other one is not, but she's being very open to just continue to receive the people from the church mm-hmm. in her house and mm-hmm. I don't know it's it's pretty cool like the impact that uh, God had made in her life and in her family you've also guided in the last three years really a lot of people with their missions call and their desire to participate in Genesis and so some of those have been from the Dominican Republic but others have been from all around our countries in Mesoamerica in the region and so that has not been the same as staying in their house mm-hmm. uh, uh, and discipling them, you know, from, not, you know, really seeing them become a Christian and now be a leader and a discipler. But at the same time, we want to say as our ministry, we've seen a lot of your legacy through that. You've been patient with people through the process. You've encouraged them uh, in their call and, and telling them they can do it. And I think a lot of your legacy is shown through the missionaries that, that are currently and have participated in Genesis. And I mean, honestly, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say your legacy in them has made an impact in many different cities in our region. So we're very thankful for that. Thank you. <laughs> so Freya, when are you going to make puffy seed chicken for your family? Oh. <laughs> no. Did you learn to cook in the past year? With <laughs> no, that's another no, question. Wait. I'm going to I'm going to answer no. uh, Chelsea's question. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to ignore Emily's. <laughs> no, let me set this up real fast. Okay. Freya's grandmother and mother are both <laughs> cooking like teachers yeah. for the school. And Freya does not like to cook. <laughs> However, <laughs> Freya has taught us to cook several things, which are now our favorite dishes. <laughs> really? One of them I eat tostadas is on tostadas. It's yes. so easy. That's yes. <laughs> you don't have to cook. She opened the our tostadas. eyes both to the gospel and to tostadas. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but yeah, so we shared with her poppy seed chicken. Mm. Yes. The exchange, the, the economy exchange. Yes. I see how that yes. works. <laughs> so when are you going to make it? Um, I don't know. I would say next time I'm in Mexico, but I don't know. I'm not going to say anything because I don't know. <laughs> you could make it in your new position 
to yeah. share with your neighbors. Yes. Yeah. It's like yeah. friendship bread. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. That is a callback to, to episode what? I mean. I don't remember really the number early teens. I think yeah. it was in the teens. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't actually done that, though, just to remind no. everyone. I'm waiting. Yeah. You're, you're waiting <laughs> to be a friend for, for my, someone. I'm waiting friendship. for my friends to show up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Freya, is there anything that you've done in the past five years that maybe you would have you wouldn't have thought you would do if you hadn't left Mexico, whether it's a new mm-hmm. food that you've eaten and you really like, or like you were talking about the motorcycle riding on a type of transportation, <laughs> or a place that you visited because of missionary status that like it took you to do ministry in another place, something that happened in these five years that wouldn't have happened if you had never left Mexico? Well, there's a lot of things. Um maybe I can think like more of like small things mm-hmm. that I wouldn't be uh, able to do if I hadn't left Mexico, but they were very, they are very meaningful to me. I think one of the, one of the things is that I've never thought I would be able to live in, in a country or in like in this environment with the weather, like mm-hmm. it's just pretty <laughs> hot in here. And I, I've never thought I could do something like that. Mm. And maybe something like it's very simple for other people, but really I've never thought I would be able to do that. And well, now I know I can. Yeah. <laughs> I discover I can like adapt to different situations. And I think that's to me, it's huge because yeah. I back then I, I didn't think I was I was capable of doing that. I was like, no, I was this. In Mexico, we have a word. Uh, we say fresa, which means like literally strawberry. But it, it means like we're kind of, how would you describe snobby. that? Like Kind of snobby, stuck snobby. up. Yeah. Mm. Like the, the popular kid at school who turns his Thinks more of himself. It's like high maintenance. Yeah. I feel like that's yeah. the way we would so, say it. Yeah, so I was kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I don't know, I didn't want to experiment new things or, and sometimes I don't want to do that. But, uh, you know, missionary life, you, you have to experience new things every time. So that's, I'm like surprised. And I know that it's not because of me. It's, it's because God has been working through me, but, and in me. So, yeah. You handle rats a little bit better. Now. Oh no, 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 that's, no, no! I <laughs> that hate rats. All, I'm huh? so afraid of rats. She is so ready to oh. leave just for that reason. No, but they I are all, like they are everywhere. So, like, if you could see her, Freya, right now, she's like touching her face. Like, and her neck, and she's yes. like so yes. panicked just talking it's, about the rats. So because true. last week, well, because yeah. a few weeks ago or several weeks ago, I don't know. I saw a rat. And she can't even keep track of it anymore. <laughs> we okay, so we all thought she died, and no, and so, no one okay. moved. No, no, we no one did anything at the gate. You thought it was a <laughs> yeah. scream of joy. No, no, guys, seriously, <laughs> I was, I was dying. I was, uh, yeah, like no I was one so moved. afraid. We just waited for you yes. to come back. So yeah, I couldn't be killed or something, and. They were be like, oh, okay. The rats here are extremely big. So <laughs> I cannot blame you too much. So, oh, yeah. The vacant lots. Everybody can come move in around us because there's too many vacant lots in this neighborhood. <laughs> well, we would like to pray with and for you, even publicly here, uh, through at least this medium, through the podcast. 
And I'm going to ask Chelsea, would you be willing to pray for Freya? Uh, we haven't necessarily asked her, you know, kind of what her uh, worries are, or maybe she has some fears as she goes to to uh, to the regional office and to a completely different ministry. There's an excitement, I know, but there is probably uh, a little bit of, of fear there. So let's kind of put her in our hands, and I'm going to invite us all kind of to extend our hands wherever we are and just reach out and and pray for her in this moment. Father, we thank you for Freya and for her life and her ministry and her willingness to go when you called her. We thank you for her obedience, um, not only in responding to the call, but in um, continuing to pursue you even after she's responded, mm. um, continuing to seek after you and to push through the hard things of ministry and missions and culture and um, adaptability. All the things that we've talked about on this podcast, Lord, over the last two years that she has pushed through um, and continued to seek after you. I pray for the fruit that she has um, planted in this country and in this ministry assignment, that it would continue to flourish and that it would produce seeds that would go on and to create new fruit um, that we would see this exponential cascade that flowed from Freya saying yes to your call. And Lord, we pray as she goes into a new season of life that that you would bless her in this transition, that as she moves into a new culture, into a new friendship group, as she plows through breaking down barriers of entering into a new church family, and a new job, learning it. I pray that your blessing would go before her, mm -hmm. that sh her mind would be equipped to take in the knowledge that it takes to fulfill the ministry requirements, but also fill her heart with joy and peace um, and patience for herself as well as for the culture that surrounds her. I pray for her family, that they would support her. She said on this podcast, Lord, that that their affirmation is is a sign of of your call on her life. And so we just ask for that affirmation to be placed on her life again. Mm. And Lord, I just pray that the regional office would accept her with open arms and receive her warmly with kindness and friendship. Amish friendship bread, maybe. <laughs> Lord, you are so good and you are faithful. You are faithful to the things that you call us to and you are faithful to who you say you are. And so we pray that, we pray who you are on Freya's life, asking for your blessing and your, your goodness to surround her. Thank you for her friendship and her time with us here. May she be a blessing to others. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Freya. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You have done everything with excellence, and I appreciate that. Thank you. So for the last time, oh, what a bummer. I'm going to go this way. I am Scott Armstrong. We are the Worthless Servants. I'm Chelsea Fry. I'm AJ Fry. I'm Emily Armstrong. I'm Freya Galindo. We love you, Freya. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk with you next time. For more information, visit us on Facebook or at MesoAmericaGenesis.org.